Welcome back to You Are Loved with Hope Happens Here in Big Zig Photography. This is episode six. Um, Big Zig couldn't join us tonight. He got called into work. But today we have a guest, Jordy Allard, on the podcast, um, who is a Hartford graduate. And he's recently gotten involved in, what's the organization? It's like Men's Mental Health. Yeah, um, I go to Babson College and one of the student athletes there created a kind of a social media organization called men's mental health and um i've kind of joined the movement that way so so um in this episode we're just going to interview jordy and learn a little bit more about him and his experience with mental health and athletics and what it's like being a college athlete and also struggling with mental health so do you want to just give a little introduction to you and about who you are in general Um, my name is jordy allard graduated from hartford high school in 2017 um, tra- or went to SNHU, Southern New Hampshire University for my first year of college, and then transferred to Babson College as a sophomore. Um, and I've been there ever since. So I will graduate this spring. And then I'm also going to Richmond University for to continue my baseball career and um, do a, a graduate program there in 2022. Um, I play baseball and I'm from Woodstock, Vermont even though I went to Harvard. So that's kind of the introduction I'll give. You've been a part of two World Series, right? In two different divisions? Yeah. um, My freshman year, I went to the Division II World Series. And then last or two years ago, I went to the Division III World Series with Babson and then hoping to go to the Division I World Series (laughs) with Richmond. But we'll see how that works out. That's crazy. Some people's lifelong dream is to make it to a World Series and you've been to two. Do you want to talk a little bit about your experience with mental health and why you decided to join the movement? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, during high school um, and, you know, even in my freshman and sophomore years um, of college, I really didn't think much about mental health. It was, you know, everything was kind of physical for me, just trying to get better for baseball and um, get better for athletics. Because in high school, I played hockey and soccer as well. Um, so really, I never really thought about my mental health at all. So like when I felt bad, I, I didn't really think much about it or if I felt good, didn't really uh, think much about it. Um, I thought everything, you know, was happening kind of to me. So mm-hmm. like the the world was just happening to me. There was no for me, there was no choosing um, whether to react well or bad to a situation. It was all just happening to me. Um, and then. I think kind of the point where I started to think about mental health, like seriously, um, was junior. So last, last December or winter, um, I had an internship in Boston and I was also, you know, trying to get ready for the, um, baseball season and everything was just kind of like stressing me out. And I just Mm -hmm. felt really bad all the time. Um, it was hard to sleep. Um, I felt like, sad and just bad all the time um everything everything was really hard for me to do and it it felt um like it was just a struggle like a struggle each day um so I I kind of you know at at some point of feeling bad kind of at rock bottom I was like all right something needs to change and um I I need to do what I can to get out of this because I want to be performing on the field and my internship, which was really fun too. I, I just didn't enjoy it as much because of what was going on with myself mentally. Um, so yeah, so I, I kind of started to go to uh, therapy in 
Newton, Massachusetts, and I went there for about from November to March. So I was doing it during during school. I would go like once or twice a week, um, and that was a huge you know boost to getting out of my um, anxiety and depression. And obviously, I still you know will deal with you know bad thoughts or it's not like nothing negative is happening to me. It's just um, mm-hmm. how I react to it feels a lot easier and the day feels a lot easier and I mean that doesn't mean I don't go through struggles um Mm -hmm. I go through struggles daily just like everybody else but um you know nothing gets easier but you just get a lot stronger every day and that's kind of been you know my goal for the last couple months and this year is just to keep getting stronger every day um and so that's kind of my my I guess experience with mental health yeah I think it's awesome that you recognized that you needed to seek out help or you needed to make a change to get out of your um mental state as it was and um it's it's cool to hear like for listeners and for me it's cool to hear that someone who seems like they've had they have it all together and someone who's been so successful in college and in athletics it's nice to hear that you went to therapy to try and get out of that funk because there's such a stigma around talking about it yeah recognize it and you take those first steps like that's huge too um so Mm -hmm. anybody you know dealing with mental health if you recognize that you have an issue and you want to get help that's awesome like that's that's Mm -hmm. the first step and everything gets that's the hardest part like everything gets easier from there um and then secondly yeah like so one of the things that I remember saying I was like well, every, everyone around me is like so happy and it's so easy for them. But realistically, like you don't know like what everyone is going through. And that's a big thing too, is if you think about it, like social media, you think anyone's ever going to post anything about how bad they feel. It's just, it's literally look how good I look, look how happy I am. Look at all this cool stuff. So you don't get to see the struggles kind of in the background. And I, I've kind of done that too, is on social media, I don't post about the struggles. I just post about my, you know, accomplishments and stuff like that which is fine but um you know for other people it's I think it's good to see that I I have struggles too um and Mm -hmm. I mean it's not just like if you look at anybody that you think has it all together they probably don't have it all together they're still going through struggles Mm -hmm. so life life is never never perfect no matter how you know how much you have but yeah so you gave some you gave some good words of advice but I guess do you have anything like to anybody who's in your position any more words of advice for them I guess yeah um just I'd say the first thing to do is you know reach out and talk to somebody whether it doesn't have to be a therapist maybe just a friend or your family or um Mm -hmm. somebody you trust and then secondly you could reach out you know try to get a therapy session um and then other things to help um yoga helps um just Day, like daily thing meditation is big um mm-hmm. you know try to try to get your sleep try to eat healthy and try to do all I know if it's hard when you don't feel like you don't feel good it's hard to um exercise or you know take a walk or meditate or something or eat well but still try at least try you know to stay somewhat healthy and that'll help your brain too and then um reading and writing journaling like journaling how you feel um, things that you want to do, things that, you know, were a struggle and then Mm -hmm. reading just any type of book you like can help calm you down too. So, 
those are kind of my, yeah. my tips that I kind of do to help. Adding on to the journaling thing, I used to, I used to also go to um, therapy and one of the things that they had me do was when I used to struggle really bad with like anxiety. And so I would have panic attacks pretty frequently. And what they would have me do is when I felt it coming on, they'd have me write down exactly like where I'm feeling it. Like my chest is starting to feel like it's closing in and then writing down the symptoms because once you, once you recognize what's happening and once you give yourself the power or like the knowledge that um, your anxiety or your depression or whatever you're struggling with, once you, once you can acknowledge that it's taking over and you can start to um, like decide that you're not going to let it take over, I guess um, that's like the first step to calming yourself down. So writing down exactly like what symptoms you're feeling and what order. And then um, also writing down like coping mechanisms, like, counting to 10 breathing in and breathing out on a 10 count and that sort of thing yeah I mean I can I can add to that too is that um like I think a a lot of kind of I made it worse in the winter last year too is I would um kind of not give myself power like I would say oh the reason I'm feeling something is because of something else or because of somebody else um but once I took like responsibility and kind of was like okay now this is this is me, but I also have the power to fix it. It kind of helped me um, because your brain is pretty powerful. Like a lot of people don't realize how strong your brain is. And mm-hmm. um, when you use the power how you want, it can it can really help. And to go along the same thing, I mean, when I was in like grade, grade school all the way up to, um, you know, a few years ago, I would like I would have panic attacks too. And my body, I would get like hives and I would get really, really itchy. And um, like, I, I didn't, I always thought in my mind, like, oh, there's nothing I can do. It's either going to happen or it isn't going to happen. But mm-hmm. once I started to feel, you know, symptoms oncoming, I, I learned to be able to control that with my, with my brain and mm-hmm. calm down. And um, it's kind of crazy what your brain can do. So. Mm-hmm. And something that my therapist always said about that was, don't look at it. Don't look at it as something that you have to um, like combat. Look at it as something you're going to embrace. Like you feel the symptoms coming on and you're going to embrace the challenge to get through that panic attack because panic attacks are so scary. Like it does feel like your world yeah, is like yeah, closing in around definitely. you. So yeah. um, being able to embrace that feeling and being like, this is just, this is something I'm going to get through. And it's, um, I have the power to get through it. It's a great mindset to have when it comes to anxiety and depression too in the long run like being able to understand that it's it's hard and it's a challenge but you will get through it that sort of thing right i agree at the collegiate level do you guys have a lot of mental health resources like do you guys ever talk about mental health as a team or is it yeah common to talk about yeah it? um i think it's a good thing is it's becoming more common to talk about um mm-hmm. not so much my freshman year but uh, since I've been at Babson, it's been, it's been very, um, common to talk about it. And I, I'm not sure how it is at other schools. Um, but now kind of the day and age that we are in, I think it's becoming more of a, um, kind of something that's focused on. And we do have, we don't have resources like specifically for, um, college athletes, but we have like mental health resources on on campus for the whole student body so if we wanted to they can counsel us and then they can also tell another therapist that we we're looking for help and kind of something more long term Mm 
Um, so they have that at Babson. And then, um, again, just kind of what the athletes have been doing, like the, the, the kid on the basketball team that created men's mental health and one of the kids on the hockey team spoke out. And now it's kind of just becoming um, a, a bigger mm-hmm. thing at Babson. So, yeah, we have – that's kind of what we have at, as far as the collegiate level for mental health. And, mm-hmm. yeah, our coaches um, also – tell us if we're ever feeling, you know, a certain way to reach out to them or, you know, anybody and they can get help that way too. So. Yeah. It's awesome that a um, male athlete at your school started that movement because there's always this like, Oh, you got to be male or you got to be masculine. And that that's such a toxic, um, toxic mindset to have. And it's doesn't, it isn't beneficial to anybody. And um, it's important to sort of break down those, break down that stigma and um, open up about it. Yeah, I, I agree hundred percent. How did you go about getting your therapist? Like, did someone recommend them to you or did you ask someone? How did you do that? Um, so actually, like, I'm really lucky. Well, first I talked to like, I would talk to my mom um, about just how I was feeling and stuff. And then I, I, t- I was actually staying with my aunt and my uncle at the time of my, cause I was mm-hmm. doing an internship in Boston. Um, so I, I kind of talked to them too. And then they just encouraged me to reach out to our fam- a family friend who's, I don't know, she, I think she is a therapist. Um, but she then referred me to one of her friends and because mm-hmm. she knew that she was in Newton and close to me. Um, so that's kind of how I, I got connected with my therapist. Yeah. That's all the questions I have. Do you have anything else that you want to share or any other remaining thoughts? Um, definitely. I think that, you know, athletes, especially men shouldn't be, or males shouldn't be, you know, afraid to reach out because actually really all athletes, because you have, you know, once you get to the collegiate level or even, even in the high school level, like you're dealing with your sport, you're also dealing with trying to get into college or trying to get good grades in college. And then you're also trying to deal with your social life. So you're trying to deal with, you know, keeping your friends or doing whatever you want to do. And there's, you know, there's not a lot of time to focus on kind of your self care, um, mm-hmm. but just kind of try to make, make time because it, that's really important to just take care of yourself first. And then everything else is second. And then don't be afraid um, to reach out to anybody because they're the people that will help you. And, um, you know, you're not the only one who feels, you know, bad or alone or, um, sad and things like that so you know reach out and you'll get you'll get help it, it's it's not as the first step is the hardest and then it gets easier and easier and easier so thank you so much um I really appreciate you coming on you had a lot of good insight and I think a lot of people will be excited to hear that you're offering advice um uh, hey everyone what's up thanks for listening if you're interested in sending in a submission or getting involved with the hope happens here podcast you can check out the Instagram or the Facebook, which are both Hartford Hope Happens Here or HHS Hope Happens Here. Always remember that it's okay to not be okay and you are loved.